0: And you she's can't, funny you it's can't fuck. let your partner one up you You have to stay the hottest <laughs> one in the relationship Really? It. Oh my
1: god I don't endorse that <laughs>
0: <laughs> Well look You end up like Chris Pratt oh Thinking your hot shit <laughs> making creepy Instagram posts <laughs>
1: So how are you doing?
0: Um, that's a loaded question.
1: <laughs> yes, it is. Um, um, should we just jump to the news then? Or do you want to talk about something uh, positive?
0: No, <laughs> I don't have anything
1: positive. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, we're looking forward to our little road trip in a couple Oh yeah! Oh, <laughs> hell yeah yeah that'll be nice the shit's gonna slap, even though we're driving to the armpit of America <laughs> where both of us are likely not welcome. but um, I
0: would say that like Indiana is the armpit of the America. No, I mean, Ohio I know is like no, an I know armpit. like no no, no, I know literally, but like if we're talking about like figuratively, yeah, I guess so. It's Indiana, right Indiana's the Florida of the Midwest,
1: yeah, well, I'm looking okay. forward to that. And you know, as a reminder, we will not have an episode next week because we will not be recording because we'll yeah. be away so it'll show but- up yeah but um you should show up for this one and last week's because last week's episode is like not doing numbers for some reason i don't know why an episode (laughs) entitled vengeful elephant clan didn't get you guys to click but you should (laughs) so thank you but um i guess i have nothing to check in on i would say so okay we were just talking about this before we started recorded recording and um For the few of you that actually did listen to last week's episode, the loyal listeners. You're upset. um, (laughs) I am upset. For the few of you that did listen, you might have uh, remembered that I was feeling very anxious and I was like, hey, maybe I should take a new approach to news going forward because it would help with my my mental state and perhaps the mental state of the listeners. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm going to ignore that this week kind of because I have to because the shit has just hit the fan in so many fucking ways. Uh, mm-hmm. I didn't think imaginable, but, um, yeah. So we're just going to disregard that statement and idea from last week. Yeah. Um, just for this week, maybe. And also historical
0: event happens next week.
1: Yes. And, and, <laughs> although I do recognize that, you know, you have the choice, if you would rather skip past the news section, cause you probably have guessed what we're going to be talking about already. Uh, I implore you to listen. Um, and if you do not listen to the segment, I implore you to vote. Please fucking vote in the midterms. If your primaries haven't happened yet, please fucking vote in the primaries. Tell your family members to vote. Tell them to register the vote if they're not registered. Please, please vote. I am not kidding. It is important.
0: Um, I just have my absentee to ballot. Take yesterday. action.
1: Yeah, I'm glad that you're doing absentee because your vote will count more in Wisconsin than it will in DC. Oh, 100%. Let's just be honest. No, um, I,
0: I mean, I've been new that. I've already voted twice or once since I've been here and this is my
1: second time since I moved. Okay, awesome. Yes, we implore you to vote. Yes. i going to say that Please now. <laughs> do. <laughs> okay, so. And we have fun <laughs> things to talk about after years, I promise. Too, we do, we um, do. But we just have to talk about this. So yeah. if you did not hear... The Supreme Court on Friday, they abolished the national right to choose abortion because they overturned Roe v. Wade, which is a precedent that was set 50 years or nearly 50 years. They overturned that precedent. Um, So without Roe's protections, uh, it stops states from, I mean, states can just ban abortion and 26 are expected to do so um, in some way, shape or form, if not completely. Some states already have, because as we discussed, when the leaked draft came out trigger laws are in place um and i'll talk about this more in a moment but uh justice clarence thomas who's a professional (sighs) piece of shit absolutely also suggested in his statement that the court could re-examine decisions on access to contraception same-sex relationships and same-sex same-sex marriage so not just right to marry but also just mm -hmm uh bedroom privacy right no, and literally. he said quote that the court had a duty to correct the precedence oh,
0: Jesus um Christ. what a sick, i'll let you start i'll let you go first
1: you're the woman of course
0: <sighs> thank you so much for that um i here's the thing i honestly don't know what to say that like hasn't already been said i mean if you've been out of the loop um that's on you <laughs> um I will say I was just talking to some of my colleagues um, earlier today, cause we ended up having like a meeting that was already scheduled and then it ended up being like all fems. And so we were like, Oh, let's unpack this while we're here, you know, just, just us. And so we were like kind of talking about it. Um, and we were saying like, amidst all of this, there is like some slight comfort in just seeing like the amount of people that have been like coming together to like, rally behind like different abortion funds and like the amount of like resources that are being pushed to the surface to like help those that are in states that have abortion bans or that may have abortion bans soon. And just like, I would say, I was like telling them, I feel like I, I I feel some level of comfort in knowing that like, we are the majority um, which obviously the systems that we have in place don't really allow for that to show through in government, but we are the majority. So that's like slightly comforting, but um, I don't know. I w- it was like a good, a good discussion, a good like, it was just nice to talk about it with people at work because I hadn't like, again, like it hit me. I said this before we started recording, like I was surprised to see this on the outline, not because like I didn't know you were going to talk about it, but because I was like, oh, that's right. That literally only just happened on Friday. Like, I feel like it's been like so much has happened since that, since the decision was announced already that I'm like, oh my God, it's only been a few days. And so like, I didn't even realize like, oh yeah, we haven't even had time to talk about it as a staff yet. And so, um, it was just nice to like check in with, um, two of my colleagues and just talk about it in like a space that was small and it was just the three of us. Um, and we had, you know, similar thoughts we got to unpack a lot of things and then move on to work. But I don't know. I mean, I, I don't really have anything to say. Obviously the Supreme court is illegitimate. The men on the Supreme court are just garbage human beings. Um, I, I don't know what else to say.
1: It's okay. Um, I'm glad that that meeting helped you in your mind space a bit. Mm -hmm. Excuse me. Um, you know, I'm just going to keep talking a little bit about the, f- the further um, just aberrations that the court have been up to this week. And then I'll I'll say what I need to say. Maybe it'll help okay. me cool down a little bit, because let yeah, me tell maybe. you, before I hopped on the Zoom, I was red hot and not. In good <laughs> OK, so let's talk more about um, the Democrats reaction to the overturning of Roe <laughs> oh v. Wade. My god. So. Uh, Senator Elizabeth Warren and Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez have actually, I don't know if it's been drawn up, but they have extensively discussed this proposal they have um, at protests and with the media to ensure abortion access in some red states that have outlawed it already or have severely restricted abortion. So they have this solution where they could build abortion clinics on federal lands, such as like national parks to give access um, in states that would otherwise ban the procedure to women that need it, uh, because it would be on federal land, of course. And it hasn't happened yet, but could happen in the future that uh, abortion be federally banned, which means that this proposal would be moot. But nonetheless, the Biden administration has completely ruled this proposal out already. And I want to highlight our Vice President Kamala Harris, uh, in an interview that she had with CNN about all this, and I just have some quotes to read you because
0: mm. okay. uh,
1: she so so she dismissed this proposal she said it's not right now what we are discussing, um, and of course she went off on this tangent imploring people to vote, which is important but imploring people to vote for Democrats that don't do anything for them. They just want to stay in office. They're like, please
0: vote. Let me keep my job.
1: So this is what she said about that. She said, when I think about what is happening in terms of the States, we have to also recognize we're 130 odd days away from an election, which is going to include Senate races. We don't appear to have the votes in the Senate. Well, there's an election happening. That's right. You don't appear to have the votes in the Senate (laughs) because why would, and 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 I'm not saying I approve of people not voting, but why do you expect people who are basically forced to align themselves with Democrats because we live in a two party system. And I know there's a shit ton of people, mostly young people that register as Democrats simply because they do not want to register as Republican because they're progressive. But why would you expect those people to vote for you when you and the party are not doing shit right now. You are not doing yeah. shit. How no, do you expect I, to get those votes? You can't just tell people go vote and expect them to do it.
0: Right. No, I, I literally said that earlier when I was talking to my coworkers. I was like, it's, ups. I was like, I'm even just, cause they were like talking, oh, I'm interested to see how this t- like long-term effects. And I was like, honestly, I'm interested to see how this affects the midterm election coming up. Because like, I was like, the Democrats, I'm just like so tired of them literally being like oh that sucks like you know on Twitter and then literally not doing their actual job and I was like moderates see that people that are like don't have any type of political affiliation see that and so like those like the people like us are not the people they have to convince to vote for them because like we will never vote Republican the, the people yeah. that are in between or that don't know what the fuck they're going into those are the people you have to convince and for you to just be like Oh yeah, that sucks. But vote, it's like, well, clearly that, like, to them, that doesn't do anything. Especially. like I don't blame people for being like, why would I bother? Because, like, literally, what- yeah.
1: And especially with the midterms, like, it's already an issue. It's always been an issue of like, okay, no one perceives the midterms to be nearly as important and worth going out for as the right. presidential. But you know, the the largest chunk of voters in this country are moderates, like people who cast or vote for whichever party they're feeling whenever the season you know rings in and it's like you were saying if you want to get those people to vote democrat
0: do some do
1: something (laughs) otherwise they're not going to vote at all or even worse they're going to vote
0: for a republican
1: candidate yeah so let's just move on she also (laughs) made some very interesting uh comments about the uh filibuster just a reminder when Kamala Harris ran for president in 2019, she pledged to get rid of the filibuster. This is a mm. quote she said. And she also indicated that the White House would not apply. Pr- oh, sorry. This is in the interview. She indicated that the White House would not apply pressure to Senate Democrats to kill the filibuster, which could help codify protections for abortion, yes, definitely, um, which were formally provided by Roe v. Wade, which is now gone. Mm-hmm. Um so when she was pressed on this in the CNN interview, she wouldn't say what she believes, of course, because oh why God. give an opinion when you're a mainstream <laughs> when you, Democrat? Why
0: give an opinion when you cannot, right?
1: Yeah. <laughs> or like, ugh, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but apparently, as recently as January of this year, 2022, she indicated that Democrats should end the filibuster. Make up your damn mind. Sure. State <laughs> your opinion. But you won't because you're a mainstream Democrat who's in power. You want to keep that power by not doing anything and by not stating an opinion, even though the filibuster should 100% absolutely
0: oh, 100%. be
1: abolished. It's not going to because mm-hmm. I'm losing faith every day. And especially if our VP doesn't have uh, any interest in doing so, really, you know, let's move on another reaction <laughs> uh, to the overturning of Roe <laughs> v. Wade. Y'all know how much I detest Nancy Pelosi. I think she's oh my God. a shell of human being. I was
0: literally also just telling my coworkers that you hate Nancy Pelosi. I was telling them about our podcast and they were like, what? And I was like, oh, my friend popped off a few weeks ago about like Nancy her. Pelosi.
1: She is a despicable woman and is the token example of a mainstream Democrat that is not doing shit, says all the wrong things and still somehow gets support from the mainstream party. It makes no sense. Remember just a few weeks ago when the when the draft decision was leaked, I told y'all how the day she found out about this leak, she <sighs> still went up on a podium and endorsed a conservative leaning quote unquote Democratic candidate who has ties to Trump, even though he's pro life. That's what Nancy Pelosi yeah. did the day, the day that the draft leaked. That's what she did. And what she did now is she read a poem, you guys. Oh, she read Nancy. a poem about hope and shit. She can read. But you know what really is the kicker to this? The poem is by a member of the IDF, <laughs> which for those of you who don't know is the Israeli Defense Force, aka the Israeli, Israeli uh, military. Oh, Nancy. They love genocide over Nancy, there. Nancy, Nancy. Yeah, so that's that. Let's move on to another thing the Supreme Court did in the past week. I got two yeah. more of these, you guys. Yeah, they, so, they've been busy,
0: y'all.
1: Yesterday, again, this is their first day back in court after overturning Roe v. Wade. They also sided with a high school football coach who claimed the right to pray on the 50-yard line after each game. It was another 6-3 to three decision. For those of you who don't know, there are six conservative justices and three, let's just say progressive leaning <laughs> justices. I think Sonia Sotomayor is probably the only actual liberal. Um. But yeah, so it was another six to three decision along party lines and, you know, fuck separation of church and state because apparently that doesn't matter anymore. Apparently it doesn't. One thing I get a kick out of and by kick out of, I mean, I just, I do not enjoy it, but it's kind of like, you got to laugh, otherwise you'll cry is I've seen TikToks. um, And of course they're stitches with the actual like conservative people making these, but like right-wingers are making what they consider to be, skits about like the founding fathers applauding the overturning of Wade and blah 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 it's like you guys they're the ones that, literally- that wanted to leave england and instituted this whole separation of church and state they did that no literally Fucking i just morons.
0: saw i did you you, I, you might be talking about the i think it was the washington post guy that was like um yeah
1: that was one of them yeah
0: yeah with a lady that was like preaching and she was like what is this like separation of church and state bs that's not what our founding fathers like started this country on and he's like well well, hold on let me look back he's like what which amendment what didn't we put that in one of the amendments and it's like literally the first amendment (laughs) like, like where like are you guys like how delusional do you have to be just yeah we'll get to the delusion in
1: a second it's
0: honestly like i have to laugh because i'm just like you all look so fucking dumb like this country is so laughable at this point oh my god Oh, and
1: the legitimacy of the court is gone like it is down the toilet
0: completely gone gone when y'all started letting rapists confirming rapists um it it was over
1: confirming rapists confirming a woman who she couldn't like fully name the bill of rights (laughs) That's embarrassing. Like, that was it's, really fucked up. <laughs> what did you guys think was going to happen? Oh, and also, let me throw in here a reminder that both Amy Comey Barrett and Brett Kavanaugh said, in as part of their confirmation hearings, that they did not plan on overturning Roe v. Wade. So they lied during a confirmation hearing because they aided and abetted in this overturning. Um, you know, with Amy Comey Barrett. Less than two years into her term, Brett Kavanaugh, he's had a seat for almost four years. Can you believe that? Um,
0: Jeez, I feel like so, I remember his confirmation like yesterday. Like I can't believe yeah, that, that actually certainly happened, was memorable.
1: But... But... Yeah. <laughs> anyway, another thing that our wonderful Supreme Court did last week on Thursday. So really, you guys, three fucking days in a row, three working days in a row. They said because bam, because they bam, added fuck you. Fuck you.
0: Because they added Friday literally just because, probably because they they, they needed to get Dobbs out of the way. So they were like, shit, let's just add an extra decision day. Jeez. So it has been nonstop. They're just yes. continuous sh- shitting, shitting on us.
1: So anyway, on Thursday, they declared for the first time that there is no constitutional right to her- to carry a handgun in public for self-defense or sorry, that there is, I don't know why I said there is no. Imagine. That's what I would love to think. <laughs> There is a constitutional right to carry a handgun in public for self-defense. Once again, you guys, you want you want to guess what the split was? You want to guess what the voting mm, split was? You want to guess? I'm I think it's six to three. Six to three? I think it's six to three. Jesus Christ. They struck down this century old gun law in New York of all places. They struck this down in New York when just recently in Buffalo, New York, we had a horrific shooting. Really? that was targeted against black people in a grocery right. store in Buffalo, New York. In Buffalo, New York. So they seem to forget or not care about that. They clearly don't care about human life. They lives, don't care. We'll get to that know. in a second as well. Well. <laughs> so anyway, they struck that down and that law in New York limited licenses to carry a gun outside the home to people carrying them for like sports, um, like hunting or whatnot, and those with special need like uh, cash messengers, like the Brink trucks and whatnot. Um, mm-hmm. that's gone. So if you're in New York, you can you conceal can carry have a gun. for whatever reason. And if you're, um, mentally unstable for whatever reason you have a gun, you I guess nothing's stopping you from using it in a public space and killing innocent people because the Supreme court said so.
0: Yeah. So yeah.
1: I just want to say John Roberts, fuck you. I don't care that you supposedly, you wrote this whole thing saying, oh, you, you don't dissent, but you don't support, um, the ruling, overturning mm-hmm. Roe, I don't care. Fuck you, you are the chief justice, fuck you. Fuck Samuel Alito, he looks like a rat, acts like a rat, <laughs> looks like a rat, acts like one too. Fuck oh you, God. Brett Kavanaugh, you rapist pig, you Literally. should never been put on this court. And I'm sorry for all the women that you abused, fuck you, fuck Amy Coney Barrett. Literally fucking Amy Coney Barrett. That shriveled, unqualified woman with no spine, who seriously does not give a fuck about separation of church and state. Fuck no. her. And fuck Neil Gorsuch. I don't remember what you look like, but I don't give her I don't care. probably rat like. Probably rat like.
0: They'd be aging like yogurt.
1: Mm-hmm. And fuck <laughs> you, Clarence Thomas. Literally fuck the biggest you. fuck you. Fuck you. I hope you rot
0: literally absolutely disgusting human. Another You, wanna, you said, Another Oh, this is, sexual is not enough. Harasser. We're
1: going to go and we want to take down more rights. Clarence Thomas, you guys, I'm serious. He, he doesn't just want to come after same sex marriage. He wants to come after privacy. He wants to make it so that Nick and I could be arrested. Not even though we're, we're not married but we could be arrested and imprisoned just because we're in a relationship. That's what Clarence Thomas wants, draconian. And Clarence Thomas is a black man. Literally. Were it not for the certain actions would lack a lot of rights right now.
0: Right, well with literally the same similar, if not the same justifications as all these other rulings that he's trying to overturn. Um, One of them in particular protects his marriage, his interracial marriage. So fuck that guy. He literally doesn't give a shit about anyone except for himself.
1: The hypocrisy. Yeah, let's get to that. So this is where (laughs) like I have things to say. This is where I have things to say. Okay. (laughs) So I think it's easy to for us like progressive people to just sort of like, you know, I mean, I just did it, like give a big like fuck you to the other side and just assume that they're all out to get us. But what's really happening, and I know. I don't know for a fact, but I would hope that there are no conservatives or Republicans listening to us, but this is still important to note. And again, not only do I implore you guys to vote, I implore you, if you have any conservative family members, if it's safe, I implore you to just try and talk to them, Literally. whether to understand or to have an honest conversation simple, about yeah, what, an honest
0: conversation. like,
1: cause You need to understand, like, what do they want? Because here's the thing. Republicans, they have no platform. Their platform is the culture war. Their platform is the culture war. So their whole mission is to, like, own the libs. That's what their mission is. Meanwhile, in the background, all, like, a majority of the Republican lawmakers that y'all have elected are not doing shit for you. They do not care about you. Because what's going to happen is all the people that were like elated and celebrating on Friday, the overturning row and are still celebrating and all the people that had like ragers because they were thrilled about this man, woman alike, whatever, all those people, they're going to go home at the end of the day and A lot of them are still living in poverty. A lot of them will still not be able to retire. A lot of them still do not have Medicare. A lot of them will not have wage increases. A lot of them do not have benefits. And that is because of the Republican lawmakers that they elected in the name of the culture war. They do not care. Just like how the Democrats do not care about us. They don't care. So the irony of all this, and this is what makes me so mad, is that conservative people They're not getting shit out of this deal. They live for the controversy and the drama of owning us and taking our rights away. Their rights too. There's a lot of fucking women (laughs) that are in support of over Too many. Way too many. And they're not getting anything out of life because of it. They're going to suffer equally because the politicians they elect do not care about them. They care about money and they care about power. Like, you know, and I said, we'd go back to this. This is not about life.
0: Republicans do
1: not care about human life. They claim to care. They claim that that's why they couldn't even vote to
0: pass a bill to get more baby formula on shelves after they're trying to make everybody have all these babies because life matters so much to them. Yeah, you know? and
1: I think on the outline you actually used a term that I love that I'd never seen before. Instead of calling them pro-life, call them anti-choice. Yes, they're because they're clearly not fucking pro-life. They're not
0: pro-life. I can't and, even say pro-life anymore.
1: Yeah, and if there's no further evidence, look to literally the last 2 years of our life. These people could not be bothered to wear a fucking piece of fabric over their oh my face. God. To protect other people's lives. The blood of innocent Americans is on their hands.
0: Yeah. Well, they also screamed my body, my choice when the vaccine came out. Like, are you joking?
1: And so they want to act like the blood of unborn fetuses are on women's hands when they did that shit is utterly ridiculous. And it goes to show the fucked up messaging on the Republican Party side and the fucked up messaging on the Democrat side. Because like I said, the responses to all this are just inadequate. So this is just like really pissing me off. We have to vote. Like Kamala herself said, there are Senate seats that are hanging in the balance. And that as much as I do not like the Democrats, Certainly, a better option than what the Republicans have in store. They cannot swing their way. So, I mean, you know, apparently we have listeners in many different states. If you live in a red state and you're not registered to vote, register to vote. Please, I know sometimes vote. it takes no they time and it can be difficult, but push, you have that right.
0: Push past, yes, exactly. Keep fighting. Push past it. Yes. Whatever they ever obstacle they put in front of you, it can be overcome. Seek outreach. There's so many. There's so many people doing electoral organizing. At this point, it's so easy to get registered to vote. There's always someone that will help you, no matter where you live. You can do it.
1: Yes, you got it. Tell people to vote. Like when we're getting close to, like, or even when we're not getting close. Like, like post on your socials. Like tell people to vote. Put on your fucking Instagram story. Vote. Here's a link. How to do it. Every single moment of that counts because. It's going to be really fucking sad if we get to midterm season and we lose big and it sh- it does not need to be another repeat of 2016. You guys, should, you do not want to be like crying on the living room floor thinking, Oh, I could have voted to prevent this. Just do it. Please
0: just do it. And don't write in Kanye West on your ballot, Vote no. for somebody actually on the ballot in one of the two parties that are present on your ballot. Yes. I'm sure there are ballots with more than two parties, but you know what I'm saying.
1: And be smart. If you want to vote for a candidate that you actually like believe in instead of just giving your vote to defend it from the other side, vote in your primaries if they have not happened yet.
0: Literally vote in your primaries. Vote in the school board elections. Vote yes. in all of your local elections because that's how these people that's how these people get started in politics. Exactly. They always start local and Voting local is the only way you can actually make change in a community that matters to you. So vote in every single local election.
1: Yes. So as as much as it doesn't seem that we have power and to be frank, we don't, but the vote (laughs) is what we do have. So we need to exercise it. it. The one thing we have, it needs to be exercised because you guys, I mean, it's very scary. The thought of what's coming. Conservatives seem to want civil war and they seem to just want to strip all the rights away they're not afraid to do it clearly that it's scary so we need to do what we can now instead of trying to pick up the pieces in like five years when there might not be a lot of pieces left so please thank you (laughs) okay (laughs) I have just a couple more news things to talk about before we end. I'll go really quick. (laughs) So something positive that happened is that President Biden did sign into law that gun safety legislation on Saturday, which was the first major gun safety legislation passed by Congress in nearly 30 years. And this was his quote. (laughs) He said, while this bill doesn't do everything I want, it does include actions I've long called for that are going to save lives. Today, we say more than enough we say more than enough, he added. At a time when it seems impossible to get anything done in Washington, we are doing something consequential. I'll give him that. It does seem impossible to get anything done. And he finally fucking helped do something. This is certainly something that was passed and is not bad. But um, as we've discussed before, so I won't get too much into it. It doesn't do as much as it could and should. But what it does do is that it includes incentives for states to pass red flag laws that allow groups to petition courts to remove weapons from people that are deemed a threat to themselves or others. And it also expands an existing law that prevents people convicted of domestic abuse from owning a gun, um, which includes dating partners, uh, before it was just spouses. And it also expands background checks on people between the ages of 18 and 21 should be everyone, but you know, it's something. Yay. Yeah. Something. <laughs> Yay. Something. Okay, and this last piece of news I have is actually like good news in my mind. So Jelene Maxwell, her sentencing was today. I was surprised and delighted because I did not know it was happening today, and I saw a news item. Oh,
0: and you were that like, it's coming. Ooh.
1: For those of you who don't remember, we've talked about her before too. Jelene Maxwell is, uh, well, was is he alive? I don't know. <laughs> he was Jeffrey Epstein's right hand woman, mm-hmm. aided in the rape and assault of many young women. Uh, so she could have gotten up to 55 years and she got 20 years in prison today. Um, honestly, I think she got lucky. Oh, I saw that. I was
0: like, that's it.
1: (laughs) Well, especially considering that she's still protecting the names of those John does that are probably very powerful, notable men. And she's still protecting them. right? So it could have been a lot worse for her. I thought for sure when we talked about it before that she was going to at least say some of their names to try and get off. But apparently she didn't have to say the names to get off easy. So, but at least she can't hurt anyone for the next 20 years. And then she'll probably be old and decrepit and unable to do anything when she gets out. So. A
0: rat, as we call them.
1: Fucking little telltale rat. (laughs) It's like one of my favorite TikTok sounds. Anyway. Okay. Thank you guys for bearing with us through that and listening to all that. I think it was important. We're going to try and now that it's been said, now that it's been absorbed, we're going to move on with the quote unquote fun stuff.
0: Y'all can't say we didn't talk about it.
1: Well, that's not what I was interested in preventing. (laughs) <laughs> I think it was just important to talk about it and remind people to just do their duty and be aware of what's happening instead of just like burying yourself in your phone or whatnot. Um, and we did that. And I feel slightly better, although still good. slightly. Yeah, perturbed. I'm glad you feel better. So yeah. we're going to move on to music and entertainment and pop culture, but still go vote.
0: Yeah. Please. Don't forget. Go vote.
1: I'm going to say it at the end too.
0: Oh, Okay. <laughs> That mug is so big.
1: Oh, the amount of tea I poured Every before time this episode. Every you
0: pull it up, I think it's like a small bowl. It, looks like...
1: it is a big mug and the tea's almost gone. That I've is been literally drinking it subtly.
0: That is a bowl.
1: But it has a handle on it. So therefore it's a mug. three
0: soup mugs. I mean, okay. <laughs> okay.
1: If mug <laughs> is in the title, I'm using it for tea because I'm a tea bitch now. So you
0: guys, it's so big. It's literally a bowl. <laughs> okay.
1: Sorry. She's coughing out her demons. I'm sorry, you did my chest. did this last week too.
0: My, but this time my chest is really tight and my lungs are just like absolutely destroyed because
1: I went for a run yesterday. Oh, yeah. She's been athletic. That's something you Guys, should have mentioned in your check in. You're, I'm you're fit, getting, getting fit. Yeah, I am. I'm gonna look yeah. really hot. <laughs> you already I'm look. Hot. I'm already hot. <laughs>
0: um, yeah, okay. Anyway, um, I had to say it because I said it last week. Or the week before, I think it was last week though, right? Wasn't it?
1: I don't know. Time is a weird thing. right?
0: Time is such a concept. Um, I said it one of these weeks, I warned y'all about Drake. And look, now it's happened. Okay. He holds the record for the most weeks at 16 weeks. Uh, Sitting at the top of the Billboard Hot 100, 200, and Artist 100. uh, I mean, his influence. He's a very influential artist. He could release a trash album and still be skyrocketed to the top Ooh. of the charts uh my opinion on this album is not important <laughs>
1: <laughs> I haven't listened to it I I
0: yeah I just don't care about Drake anymore at this point Ooh. sorry to all y'all that love him like I said I think it was last week watching y'all defend him to the end of your life um on the timeline has been absolutely unreal but it's okay <laughs> Anyway, on to some better news. (laughs) The K-pop group Blackpink becomes the first musical act to reach 75 million YouTube subscribers. Isn't that such an interesting fact? They
1: said, how you like that?
0: Oh, okay. Zach's a fan. You know, Zach is like, Zach's Zach's Korean by association.
1: Shut the fuck (laughs) up. I mean, I've had, I've dabbled in some blinkdom here and there. Oh, okay. They've had some bops, and their music videos are always hitting. So, always. Mm-hmm. yeah, they
0: deserve it. That's probably why they got the seventy-five million because their music videos be popping.
1: Jenny's my favorite. Oh, you have a
0: favorite? <laughs> I didn't even know you were this big of a fan. You have a favorite?
1: I mean, women yeah, who constantly look stunning. I mean, it's not that hard to root for them. Yeah, oh, definitely so good not. For them.
0: Definitely not. Is this like Speaking- their own? Is oh.
1: is Vivo still a thing? Or do artists just have their own YouTube videos nowadays or YouTube channels? Because I I wonder, I feel like Vivo obviously probably collects that ad money as opposed to them. Oh,
0: probably. That's a good question. I don't know. Someone should make a documentary on that. Yeah. A doc, a whole documentary. You would watch that?
1: On like the history of Vivo. Yeah. I love like in-depth businessy things because I feel like that's purposely kept. That sounds like
0: a perfect opportunity to executive produce some really good content. You You heard it here first, Zach, save your money.
1: (laughs) I'm saving it for other things, like trying as much as I can to like buy a house in my life at some point.
0: Surviving. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Same. Um, Okay. Well, speaking of beautiful women, um, I don't know if you saw this yet, but Brandy made a surprise appearance at the BET awards this weekend during Jack Harlow's performance of first class. And she killed it we, I think Brandy's great. She's gorgeous. She's amazing. I also will admit it took me so long to realize that her and Ray J are related, but, um, oh. we won't talk about that. Um, wait, I'm did just, she
1: have like a guest verse or something? What did she do?
0: Yeah. She like, yes, yes.
1: Oh, she work.
0: started. Yeah. She came on the track and then she started filling in like Fergie's G
1: L. Oh, live. he came out
0: wait but then like when Brandy came out everybody started screaming and I was like oh, imagine being at just like the regular BET awards and you're like yeah whatever and then Brandy comes out and you're like wait what
1: she's so interesting because like for she has so much love for someone who didn't necessarily take off in the way that maybe they should have yeah like I think at one point wasn't it Whitney Houston who was like brandy is like the moment brandy she is the
0: thing. Is so slept on honestly
1: yeah and ageless brandy is oh my god well less. you know black don't
0: black don't crack so that too
1: yes <laughs> when
0: you and maybe that's why she's been like staying you know behind the scenes because like when you stay silent you stay unproblematic you age absolutely gracefully and so true look brandy looks stunning looking younger than jack harlow um yeah
1: why was he there
0: <laughs> we're gonna talk about White that boy actually. moment <laughs> no, we're gonna we're gonna talk about that. Um, okay, and a couple, a cu- and when we get to pop culture, because I feel like it was more of a pop culture discussion than it was a music discussion. Oh, true. Um, but that was great, and also they brought on. Um, Mariah Carey was a surprise guest um, on stage at the BET Awards. I think people were expecting Beyonce. I saw JT from the city girls. I follow her on Twitter and she was like, I heard rumors that Beyonce was going to be there. that's the only reason why I showed up.
1: They always <laughs> expect her. She's expected everywhere.
0: Anytime there's a large gathering of African-Americans, I think people uh- <laughs> expect Beyonce to make a surprise experience when y'all should know. I feel like she's kind of, I mean, I think this is why people are so frustrated with her with what they they call the Wakanda capitalism because like she loves to like pull African culture into like her um her music and her content. But it's like she doesn't like where has she been as far as, like actually being present for black moments, black culture, I don't know, you know, yeah. showing up for for black people in 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 public. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I feel like there's going to be a lot of that this year, considering like, what Wakanda kind of capitalism. Look, <laughs> look, you guys, I was just at the movies yesterday. Even though there's no trailer, the Wakanda Forever posters are already up. So, wait, what? Yeah, not an actual official poster, just the black one that says the title. But
0: at the theaters already?
1: Yeah, like in not even a poster. It was like a cardboard display. It was just <laughs> black with the title. Yeah, I think it's because a, a trailer is coming, but that's a discussion for another day. But anyway, I feel like that's this year is going to have a lot of that because, you know, they're probably going to have another soundtrack to go with it. Beyonce Honestly, might be they on should, that, too. As they should. As
0: they should. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, after Blackest King went crazy, they're going to definitely have Beyonce on it. Yeah. Um, which, I mean, that's the thing, though. It's like, how do you have um, something like that a Wakanda Forever soundtrack and not have Beyonce on it? True. It's a tough discussion. It's a tough discussion. But yeah. sadly, Beyonce did not make a surprise appearance at the BET Awards. Uh, and she did not
1: make a surprise
0: appearance at Something in the Water, as I had also hoped. Um,
1: yeah, that was kind of embarrassing. Foolish. <laughs> not for her, but for everyone actually expecting For that. me
0: and Nick, who stayed up late <laughs> watching the live show. <laughs> oh, where's Beyonce? <laughs> and while the whole time, in order to get to that point, we had to watch Justin Timberlake do whatever he was doing. DC, feet, oh, And then... <laughs> That was so embarrassing. That was embarrassing for him. That was embarrassing for Pharrell. That was embarrassing for all of (laughs) the District of Columbia. (laughs) Um, That was just very painful. (laughs) So true. Okay. That's all I had for music.
1: (laughs) Okay. Well, I have a fairly brief entertainment segment this week. I'm trying to you know,
0: trying to shut up,
1: <laughs> hold myself accountable for all the time I took up in the new section, Ooh. but think it's worth noting a couple things such as today. I know you won't give a shit because your parents for some reason, prohibited uh-huh. this. Okay. But, but I still
0: saw, and I uh, was still like, Oh, exciting.
1: Okay. So yes, the first teaser for Hocus Pocus two came out today. I am a massive fan of the original. I love that movie. I watch it every year, multiple times for Halloween. Um,
0: retweet if you think i should watch that movie (gasps) maybe we should do like a live reaction i've literally never seen anything any okay you know
1: what we should do we should like before this comes out september 30th on disney plus we should like right before that watch it together because i would love i would love to watch it with you
0: I would love to watch it. There's so okay. many Halloween okay. movies that I missed out on as a child. Okay.
1: So we'll wait. We'll wait until <laughs> until late September and we'll watch it together. But it's a great movie. It's okay. really funny for its time and um, it's camp. And I'm a little <laughs> bit, just because I love like, I'm a tattoo CD. I love even numbers and whatnot. I don't understand oh why they're releasing this, this year and not next year, because next year is the 30th anniversary. Oh, so I it's, see. it's weird for all the headlines to be like, the Sanders sisters are back 29 years later. Like, Oh, okay. I hate that. Maybe um, they did
0: that because they wanted you to feel uncomfortable. They were like, this is going to piss off a lot of people.
1: <laughs> but it's a quick teaser. The first like minute of it has... It doesn't feel like a Hocus Pocus sequel, but then when the sisters Ooh. come in, of course you're like, "Oh, they're back, baby!" And they <laughs> look like fantastic. Like they look almost the same as they did in the 1993 Aww, film. I love that. So I'm very excited. I hope they. I'm already expecting it to like not be as good as the first one, obviously. But I you hope they don't know. mess it up. Yeah, is what I'm hoping.
0: that's that's all we're hoping for is that when you remake or reboot or sequel something, just don't fuck up the original. Yeah.
1: And the and the music better be good because the score in the oh, original is music? actually really- Yes, the score in the original is actually really good. And there's a famous musical number in the- There's only one in the first movie. I put a spell on you, but it is iconic. Ooh. And so I hope they have some more of those this time anyway yeah, can't i can't wait, wait to watch it, it with you yeah uh so anyway next piece of info so i'm actually oh playing God. catch up a little bit because you this are sneaky last week you're sneaky why you mm, know yeah what I'm you think say? you think you're
0: so fucking funny <laughs>
1: okay so you guys uh everything everywhere all at once one of the greatest movies ever made it has finally become a24's <laughs> highest grossing film of all time globally it passed hereditary and it is now their most successful film ever and only on a 25 million dollar budget so they have made money on this film which they should um because it's almost going to reach 90 million dollars which is crazy for a film like this and it stayed in the top 10 for like the last two plus months so love the movie and by the way i saw it for the fourth time yesterday yeah you
0: did and you were like can i make it my media moment and i was like no and then you somehow managed to still sneak it in
1: you guys, it's just, it really is, like, it's one of the best movies I've ever seen. I no, think it it's flawless, and I, I cry more and more each time. Brought tissues again, they I were used. I feel like that's
0: what's withholding <laughs> me from seeing it again, is that I am going to have to watch that scene again where... um The Wayman? Yes, scene. where he's like, oh, I can't even think about it. No, no, it's,
1: it's so funny because, like, the... Uh, again, now this is my fourth time seeing it. I started crying like a good two minutes before that scene even starts because I knew it was coming. Because <laughs> you knew it was coming. <laughs> I just like was preparing myself. Um, it's just a wonderful film. If you haven't seen it, it is now available to rent. So I just saw it in the theater because I'm extra. Um, Maybe I'll rent. You should it, watch it. Watch it. Yeah. Home. Well, like um, my Blu-ray copy is also coming next week, so oh, you could just watch it with me your if you want. Blu-ray copy. Oh, I pre-ordered the shit out of that. Yeah, it finally <laughs> comes out next week
0: that's exciting so, yeah, I'm excited I'm for you
1: very much looking forward to that anyway last story this is some funny shit you guys and Ely is going to expand upon this in pop culture wait <laughs> is this the same interview
0: I think no I, okay. I dead ass think it was and I think that's so funny because <laughs> I didn't even see that you had it on here when I initially put this or maybe you hadn't had it on here yet I don't know but I didn't even notice until I like gave the outline a sweep one more time and I was like wow that's funny
1: yeah okay so we're gonna have a a, a two pronged Chris Pratt assault because he gave this very Chris interesting. Yeah, he gave this very interesting interview in Mens Health, and he wants people to know that he's not as religious as you think. Um, and he <laughs> said, he said, "quote spiritual might be a more accurate word, but he doesn't use it." So here's oh, hey. his here's his quote. I it's so funny, you guys. Religion has been oppressive as fuck for a long time. I didn't know Uh that I would kind of become the face of religion when really I'm not a religious person. I think there's a distinction between being religious, adhering to the customs created by man, oftentimes appropriating the awe reserved for who I believe is a very real God and using it to control people, to take money from people, to abuse children, to steal land, to justify hatred, whatever it is. The evil that's in the heart of every single man has glommed onto the back of religion and come along for the ride. He was also asked about reports about whether or not he attended Hillsong Church which is a very controversial institution. Oh, yeah. And he said, I quote, I never went to Hillsong. I've never actually been to Hillsong. I don't know anyone from that church.
0: Chris. He said, oh, I don't, I, he said, you could be walking down the street. I want to know who this man is. <laughs> he said, Hillsong? Chris,
1: my guy, let me tell you, when I see Thor Eleven Thunder next week, I am going to be cringing when oh, you my are on God. screen. Every <laughs> time I see
0: pictures in the premiere, I keep I like remember that he's going to be in that movie. And I'm like, damn it yeah but let's remember this is a taika film yeah so i can't and you know what i would just like to let it be known that i don't know if i said it on this podcast or if i said it in a private conversation with you but i predicted i predicted that i was like there's no way they're gonna include the guardians of the galaxy in this entire movie taika would never let that happen
1: (laughs) yeah but let's just circle back to
0: (laughs) yeah let's circle back to the actual issue at hand first Um, of all i think it's very
1: interesting that not once but twice he really emphasizes the whole like man part of it. And he's like adhering to the customs created by man, the evil that's in the heart of every single man. Um, if you're trying to convince us that you're not some like religious zealot, I don't know if that's the way to do it. Well,
0: um- <laughs> no, here's the thing. Here's the thing. And I genuinely don't know which one of these two types of Christian he is because he could be saying all of this just to like cover his ass and be like, no, I'm not. So here's the thing. Okay. Here's what I'm going to say. I think there is the, the bucket of the like very 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 institutionalized Christian, which he's probably which he's describing in mm-hmm. saying that he's not, and then there's like this very just like spiritual Christian that I would say is like most closely related to like the anti-vax crew that like granola just, like-
1: Christians.
0: Yes, yeah, I th- and you know what? I don't know what's more scarier for him to be, because like for him to like denounce this institutionalized Christian persona. That on- the only other option then is for him to be a granola Christian. And that scares me more. But I- <laughs> he could also just be an institutionalized Christian and be like trying to like save face and be like, no, what are you talking about? I'm not one of those. Like, oh my God. Because he does like talk about how he like, oh, I was hanging out with my pastor and oh, I'm to listen to my Christian music to feel better after something I said. And so
1: I mean, it's so I don't transparent. know what's worse. It's so transparent that this is not only to save face, but also to like assuage guilt and those sort of like institutionalized Christians that you mentioned, they love doing that. Like they think that just be like, Like if they're, if they themselves are not, as Chris says, abusing children, stealing land, blah, blah, blah. If they aren't a part of that, even if they are actually part of it by being a part of these institutions and love, by even saying these things in the first place, like you're a part of it. And so by, by saying this exact thing, they think that that just removes them from they the equation. love like
0: pointing the finger and being like, see how yes. worse, how, how bad it can be. I'm not like that. And yeah. but that's how they get you. Cause they'll be like, see, that's not, that's not God. That's not Christianity, blah, blah, blah. I've even seen people doing this with all the like Roe v. Wade stuff being like, these women aren't representative of God. And I'm like, shut up. Yeah,
1: like I don't know if you know what the word complicit means, but <laughs> you're doing it. And also, I someone on the internet mentioned, which I think is very astute, that Chris Pratt in this new like era of his has kind of like gained this new audience of religious slash conservative people that really like him now. And so by him saying this, the people that we're already not fans of him. People like us can tell that this is like saving face and it's not super genuine. And now he's alienating the people that he did gain and the people that do like him because of his religious nature. Those people now are gonna be like, huh? <laughs> so I don't know what he thought this was gonna do because now you've alienated lots of he people in the just process. He mouth
0: shut and stuck to doing animated features. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Animated features, and now, like, he keeps getting these movies that go straight to Amazon Prime. So, Amazon Prime <laughs> apparently oh, is very god. interested in the Chris Pratt business <laughs> the multi, the Chris
0: Pratt multi. Oh, my
1: god! Oh, sorry, the thing that's coming out this Friday is a series, not even a movie. It's an what Amazon is series, it? what it's called is the it? Terminal List.
0: What is that? the is it animated, thing. Ew. no, no,
1: it's him, and he does live movie. action. Yeah, and he did that, that movie, The Tomorrow War, which to be fair, well, I think it was a Paramount movie, but because of the pandemic, they sold it to Amazon. But still, my point still stands. Mm, Jesus this, this man's career is going in very interesting places. And of course, the we still have can. Mario That's going. and Garfield, you guys.
0: And that's just what we know about. There could be many more things in the works, but we won't, we won't talk God, about it.
1: Like by the end of the year, they're going to announce Chris Pratt as the voice of Woody Woodpecker in a oh reboot gosh, or something. Stop. I
0: would literally cry. Can you imagine Ew. Chris Pratt
1: doing the whole... Ew! <laughs> I would literally
0: throw up in the movie theater.
1: Like you said oh last God. time,
0: Emmett from the Lego movie was enough. Yeah. Peak should have stopped oh, there? He should have stopped there. That was his peak now look where we are oh. now he's doing too much
1: now see i know that i so i'm done with entertainment and i know that you do not have chris pratt as the first thing for pop culture but like do you want me to move it maybe into you should thing? since yeah. we should just move into the second part of this affair. again the multi
0: the chris pratt multiverse <laughs> okay the
1: multiverse of madness truly literally
0: <laughs> okay so my thing about chris pratt like we said i'm 99 sure it's from the same interview <clears throat> is, referring to, sorry, is referring to sorry he's referring
1: to yeah see that's how it feels i'm just kidding <laughs> sorry it's
0: referring to way back in november i believe it was of last year when chris pratt made that like super creepy instagram post where he was praising his wife katherine schwarzenegger for giving him a quote Gorgeous, healthy daughter, and everybody was like, Why do you have to say healthy? Like, yeah, I think we talked about it. We you know we did. i just giving yeah. people some context because you know, maybe we've got some new listeners, you know, whatever. If you didn't already oh, know, yeah. Chris Pratt said that, and everybody like started shitting on him because they were like, Why would you say that? Like, because did you say that because like your first son was born premature and had some health problems? Um, and we were like, That is so bogus, blah blah blah. And then afterwards, he like. Was like, oh, I've been feeling so sad. I'm running the woods and listen to my Christian music.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was a bizarre. He, video. <laughs> he put that on his Instagram story. That
0: was very weird. Um, but then we never heard anything about it. So now in this interview that he did with Men's Health, he talked about it. And so this is what he said. And I was I put in the outline that he, he said so much without really saying nothing. So I'm gonna read this quote and um and, and y'all tell me what you think he's trying to say, because <laughs> I genuinely don't know. OK, um, he said, OK, so he said um, in reference to his Instagram post, he said, I said something like find someone who looks at you the way my life looks at me. And then I gave her some shit in the thing and said, <laughs> that is literally what this quote says. <laughs> and then he said, but I love you and I'm so thankful for my wife. She gave me a beautiful, healthy daughter. And then a bunch of articles came out and said, that's so cringeworthy. I can't believe Chris Pratt would thank her for a healthy daughter when his first child was born premature. That's such a dig at his ex-wife. And I'm like, that is fucked up. My son's going to read that one day. And he's nine and it's etched in digital stone. And then he said, <laughs> it really fucking bothered me, dude. <laughs> I was like, I hate that these blessings in my life are to the people close to me, a real burden. <laughs> and
1: <laughs> well, is so he talking about Anna Faris?
0: I don't know. That's what I'm. Saying. <laughs> I'm reading this and I'm like, huh?
1: Etched like in digital stone.
0: First of all, that was corny as fuck. Like <laughs> shut the fuck. That was up. granola,
1: Christian. That was so granola.
0: And then second of all, like what? It, it, it's one of those things where like, in, instead of like apologizing or, or or being or taking like accepting accountability and being like, yeah, that I shouldn't have said that. He's like why did you guys turn it into this that and this is your fault now my son's gonna read what you wrote and it's like <laughs> no 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 your son's gonna read what you wrote yeah <laughs> instead of being like like when I first saw the quote because BuzzFeed initially only like put, put the part where he's like oh my son's gonna read that one day um as part of the headline I was like oh wow he's taking accountability like he realized crap my son's gonna read this one day but No, no 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 he wasn't talking about what he wrote He was talking about what we wrote um, He's so that makes no sense. Behavior. And then, third of all, what is he talking about when he said, <laughs> I hate that these blessings in my life are to the people close to me, a real burden, your kids, <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying?
1: That's why I was like, is Maybe he talking I'm about tripping, Anna Ferris?" I,
0: I don't know what is that he, means.
1: Like, is he talking about how this hullabaloo affected her? Cause he doesn't seem to care. <laughs> He left right. her for dead, basically. He
0: literally doesn't give he a. He said, fuck. "I'm
1: hot now, goodbye," which is just awful. Oh my god,
0: awful! Don't let your boyfriends get hot. I'm just <laughs> gonna say that, like, literally, don't. Apparently, you can't encourage your 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 partners to <laughs> pursue activity or something. I don't
1: know. But Anna Faris is hot, so I don't. I'm, Anna I don't know Anna Faris is there.
0: hot. And you she's can't. Funny you can't let your partner one up you. You have to stay the hottest <laughs> one in the relationship. Really. <laughs>
1: Oh my god! I don't endorse that.
0: <laughs> well, look, you end up like Chris Pratt, oh,
1: thinking
0: god. your hot shit, and making creepy Instagram posts. So yeah, I genuinely don't know what he meant by that, what that quote was, what any of that was supposed to mean. But he he said something, so I guess he thinks he's in the clear now.
1: Well, and here's the thing too. I mean, some people are not might not agree with this, but I think in in the case of something like this, where you Don't say something in the best way. I think it's perfectly fine if you issue an apology that's that like it's okay if you say that you didn't intend for that meaning, but you also have to say, I recognize that meaning as other people see it, and I apologize for that. You know what I mean? So if he came out and said, Look, I was just talking, I didn't mean anything by saying beautiful and healthy daughter, I was saying out of happiness, but I recognize the connotation and I apologize. That was so, that been so been fine.
0: easy. It would have been so easy. But he
1: did not. He said he came at us with all this that we've Literally. been for like 10 minutes because it's so batshit crazy.
0: <laughs> I I genuinely feel like his publicist after this is gonna be like, you're done. <laughs> you're done. Watch, we're gonna go through an era where there's like no um no interviews from him. Like the press junket for Mario is gonna come out and he's gonna be sitting there like, mm-hmm. Yep, because he's going to be like strictly instructed to shut the fuck up.
1: Watch him be like, you know, I really identify with Mario because uh, Jesus (laughs) or something. (laughs) (laughs) I too feel like a plumber working in a mushroom land.
0: Yeah. You know, I'm
1: disappointed too because it's just like I, Guardians... 2 is one of my favorite Marvel movies and I'm really looking forward to Guardians 3 but also I'm like kind of not because Chris Pratt is going to be the star of it no
0: I actually (laughs) am upset about that because I agree the Guardians of the Galaxy movies are like they're I mean I think they're pre pre pre-Taika Waititi's Thor movies these were like the crazy like the most innovative thing I'd seen in like Marvel do and I was like wow this is awesome
1: like Guardians 2 is is very like thematically substantial. Like it's all about trauma and how that uh, infects well, right. everyone around you. It does a
0: really good job of like finding that balance between yes. like humor, the music is great. Like everybody, it visually looks stunning. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it has like really great underlying themes. And so now, yeah, I'm like genuinely, I'm dreading the Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy era because I'm gonna have to see Chris Pratt so much. And I'm like, no. why, Who who cast him?
1: <laughs> yeah we'll, we'll see that's fine okay
0: i'm like really excited to talk about this next thing in the hyper pop culture so let's okay
1: i haven't heard of this so i'm excited too
0: Ooh, okay <laughs> okay <laughs> this is so fun okay so you know the one of the great lakes Lake superior yeah so they have like a twitter account you know, as most like landmarks do, I guess, so they can Mm -hmm. promote their landmark. I don't know. But literally just a couple of days ago, the Lake Superior Twitter account (laughs) um, that they like support women having the right to choose whether they want to carry a pregnancy or terminate it, which, Mm -hmm. you know, is great. Um, A little unexpected coming from a lake, but (laughs) we'll take it. We'll take it. And so then, you know, of course, people who are anti-choice were very upset by this. Of course, they were like, where are you getting political? You know, that kind of thing that they love oh to do. God.
1: So you then know, I'm not going to start again. Right. So no, let's I need just to stop. Say.
0: Let's just let's let's just wait. Hold on. It gets it gets good. <laughs> so people started like quoting and replying to their tweet where they're like and people are saying like, um, you know, why did you have to get political? But this one is really good from, uh, this man, Tom, Uh, he says, wait, water is wet. And wait, (laughs) his response is water is wet and abortion kills a human being to then, which again, this is just the Lake superior Twitter account. I'm pretty sure like, this isn't like a meme account. This is Lake superior. They responded saying Thomas, (laughs) not even your first talking point is correct. Water is not wet. What water touches is wet. I'm confident I have more experience in making things wet than you do. <laughs> oh, they did
1: not.
0: <laughs> they absolutely shot on him.
1: Oh my and then God. other people
0: started res- responding and they were saying like, um, why do, like this one guy sarcastically tweeted, yep, I follow Lake Superior for political takes, man. Can't anything just be fun? So then Lake Superior responded with a series of tweets saying, dunking on this guy. So they said, To begin, water is one of the most politicized resources in the world. I, sir, am water. Okay. (laughs) Secondly, if you need to unfollow an account because one in every 432 tweets from a satirical geographic Twitter account is political instead of fun, you need to work on your fragility. (laughs) (laughs) And then they said, thirdly. A large portion of life is not about being fun. A lot of life is about standing up for the rights of others, especially in the face of historical imbalances that have historically favored cis white males while leaving others greatly disadvantaged.
1: Honestly, there it is right there, you guys.
0: Period point And so this account that has 162K, probably a lot more now after this, but <laughs> about a lake.
1: That's so- wonderful.
0: Thank you to whoever runs Lake Give it up for Lake, Lake superior. superior. Yeah, we appreciate it. My favorite
1: of the lakes, let's be honest.
0: Um, I can't agree, but. <laughs> well,
1: it's it's superior for a reason.
0: <laughs> oh, I think they would love it if you tweeted that at them. <laughs> they have been responding. If you, if, uh, if you didn't know, they've been responding to tweet. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you won't get dunked on. <laughs> um, so yeah, great for the Lake Superior account. Whoever runs that in their free time. Great for you. <laughs> I want to know who you are. <laughs> um, okay. That was fun. Um, the next thing I have to talk about again. If you guys haven't, I'm like pulling up these pictures right now again as we speak because I need to look at them while I'm speaking. Okay. Do you oh. have you you've seen these?
1: Oh, of course. Of
0: course. Okay. First of all, I just pulled up her Instagram post and the first thing that came up was Tom Holland's comment.
1: Okay. What did he say?
0: Sorry. Anyway, Zendaya (laughs) is on the cover of the Italian Vogue. And I mean, y'all already know she looks incredible. Like y'all know that Zendaya turns looks. Like, let's just be real here. Everything she does is amazing. Like name Mm -hmm. one thing that she has that she's done that wasn't awesome.
1: I couldn't tell you.
0: Exactly. You can't. (laughs) These pictures, stunning. I I don't even know how to describe them. Like, they're just amazing. They're
1: really cool because they're like, the way that they were edited in post, it yes. makes it, particularly the cover, it looks like a painting. It
0: do- You're right. It it does. And Very painterly. Tom Holland commented with one, two, three heart eyes emojis, and it has 42,000
1: likes. Aww. Yeah, <laughs> this, sorry, I'm looking at your Instagram now this photo where she looks like a fucking old hollywood like 30s I, star right this photo it
0: looks so good and yeah like the way that they're edited you're it, kidding oh,
1: this so literally stunning. looks like a still from like a 1930s or the film. one
0: swipe one over it the one that's like close up on her face oh, oh my
1: god we fucking love zendaya yeah for reasons uh, i don't think we have to state
0: we i shouldn't have to y'all should already know i'm gonna see
1: anything she's ever in for the rest of her life oh
0: literally (laughs) all you have to say is zendaya i'm there
1: except (laughs) for euphoria
0: Uh, i'm following along on tiktok
1: (laughs) (laughs) well i mean luckily you won't have to probably engage with that for another like 18 months, let's be honest. Yeah, maybe it's I'll watch
0: it. Maybe I'll watch it before season three comes out. Like I'll watch it for real. But also it's, at this point, it's I feel gonna like, gonna like I don't a rough have to watch mental it.
1: period for you.
0: See, that's what I'm saying. Binging that's why it. I don't watch it. That's why I don't watch it. Because I'm like, <laughs> is this gonna make me cry? Is this gonna make me feel feelings?
1: <laughs> all <of> the above. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: But I mean, yeah, all you have to do is say Zendaya, and I'm there. So oh, she's stunning. Okay, now I'm just looking at her Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, let's and bring it back. I know, I'm let's like, bring it back. Oh, I could talk about Zendaya for so long. I just love her so much and I love, I, okay, let me stop. I'm just going <laughs> to start listing everything that I love about her.
1: <laughs> oh my God. She's okay. so great. <laughs>
0: okay, now bringing it back to the BET Awards um, that I want to talk about. Honestly, I'm sure that there were some good looks at the BET Awards. I'm I'm sure there were. Um, I couldn't find any that I thought were like super <laughs> worth talking about. If anything, I was scrolling through and I was like, Oh no, Oh no. Um, so we're not going to talk about that. However, we are going to talk about what you brought up. Why was Jack Harlow nominated? Why was he Invi- well, no, I'm not. I think the oh. answer is clear. He's a hip hop or rap artist, whatever. So he got invited. He got nominated. But the real question is, uh, let's go back. Let's rewind. Let's turn the clock back to early 2021. When nobody knew who Jack Harlow was, he had like a couple of songs out that like people were like, oh yeah, this is dope or people were using it in TikToks so or whatever. But who made Jack Harlow mega famous?
1: We me, me, pick me, pick me.
0: Yes, Zach.
1: I think it's a little Nas X.
0: Correct. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> His good friend, Little Nas X. <laughs> um, he, like you, I think you can say he made Jack Harlow a common name. Like, I think everybody knows who he is now because of Industry Baby being number one. Yes. Like, it was a great song. It was amazing. And like their duo was great. The music video was like insane. Like this was a big deal, but somehow, and I didn't talk about this before um, I like kept thinking about talking about it, but then I was just like, we, we already know why. But if you didn't already know, Lil Nas X received zero nominations from the BET Awards again this year, even though he had a number one album, a number one song, and just like an overall incredible year. And Wait. I, again, I think we know why, right? Me, me, pick me, pick me, pick me, Zach.
1: I think it's homophobia.
0: Yeah, good way. Yeah, yeah, definitely homophobia. Um <laughs> but somehow Jack Harlow received nominations and was invited to the award ceremony. Mm. So, what um in a way to address that. Jack Harlow on the red carpet wore a Lil Nas X t-shirt.
1: <laughs> I love that. And
0: Lonas X retweeted the picture and said, "Wow, I really love this man." So, oh. we love friends, supporting friends. Um That was my favorite fit of the evening. I'll just say that.
1: King. It's a cool shirt too.
0: Yeah, right. I would wear that shirt. (laughs) Exactly. I mean that shirt.
1: Okay. (laughs) Christmas is coming.
0: Oh, it is coming indeed. (laughs) Is it though? Yeah, I guess it is. Well, actually,
1: literally three days ago, we were at like the midpoint between Christmases. So it's not. Ah, shit.
0: I mean, we're closer now than we were three days ago.
1: Maybe the shirt will be on sale by the time it rolls around. Save me some money.
0: Okay. uh, Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well. Um. Yeah, that's all I had.
1: Wow. Okay. Oh. It's media moment time. It's time for the media moment. sherry's oh, sad i know she's Why is she so, so sad she's like not, wrap not, this not. shit up you guys are she's, going on for look, a minute. do you
0: still hear her she's still i gone. still hear her
1: tell her that we only have two meeting moments to go and it'll be quick Sure, come in and here. you're going first can you believe Ooh,
0: that oh i this can't is believe another...
1: oh wait no it's not it's not a book i thought it was a no book, it's not, not a book i you actually silly. know what this is i you know what this silly is. billy you yeah. silly ah. <laughs> <laughs> this what is, is it not a
0: book it's an album of music
1: what's it called
0: it's called don't say i didn't warn you by amnesia charles who goes by nisha as an mm-hmm. artist um i have talked about her before on this podcast but just for a quick recap i discovered her on tiktok when she started making a series of videos called um, songs of mine that you've heard before, but just didn't know it. Where she just oh, like yeah. goes through her writing process for major hits, "Rain on Me" by Lady Gaga, "Positions" by Ariana Grande. Yeah, I think um, literally last week, "My we Power" talked about this. by Beyonce. Yeah, like Homegirl yeah. has written for tons of people, and I didn't realize it. But then, so if you didn't know, um, Spotify has like a separate section that highlights just songwriters, and so you can find playlists specifically like, for specific writers. Um, And sometimes they're also artists too. So I was looking at the Written by Nija playlist on Spotify. And I was like, a lot of these are songs that I like already liked. And so I was like, and she doesn't release a lot of music on her own. Like sometimes like in uh, My Power by Beyonce, like people will keep her vocals in and she'll get credited for that. So she is like technically on that song. But she just this earlier this year released like her first I don't want to call it, an, I, I think, I think it's like, uh, posted as an album, but it's really an EP. It's only 30 minutes long. Um, which I think is like the cutoff between the album and an EP. So oh, it's, yeah. um, it's probably like technically an album, but it's not that long. Um, but she released her first, like own her own piece of music. And, um, I've just been listening to it and it's really good. I like her singing voice. And actually I'm, I really want her to release her like demo version of, um, vibes by Zane Malik, because she wrote that song. And when she played her like clip on TikTok, everybody in the comments was like, yo, please like cover this and release it like in your own voice. Cause she sounds really good singing it. And I think it's also super interesting when artists who write for other people, um, like I wanted, I always want to know like, what is, what goes through their minds, like when they decide what to keep and what to give away. Because Ed Sheeran is someone who, who does that, who like actually has like a platform to talk about it all the time. So he's definitely talked about like some songs that he's like regretted giving away or some songs that he's like kept that he's like, I initially was going to give this to so-and-so. Like Shape of You, he was going to give to Rihanna, which is so interesting. Oh, um, And he has a song with Tori Kelly, I Was Made for Loving You, that he wrote and he ended up giving away and then regretted it. So he came back on as a feature for that song. Um, mm-hmm. so I think it's just super interesting to hear like that stuff. Um, but yeah, this album is really good. So I'm excited to see what Amnesia does next.
1: <laughs> I will say, I so I saw that you put this as your media moment earlier, and I mm-hmm. looked up the album and I was reminded that one of these songs I actually really like and is on a playlist of mine. Oh,
0: what I really nah. like on
1: call. Yeah,
0: you're lying.
1: I have this like, um, it doesn't have a title, it's just like I it's an emoji. I don't remember what it is, but it's just kind of like s- vibey, like R and B type of music. Ooh, and I get some su- I get suggestions a lot to put on that. And I think that's how I discovered on call them Spotify which is, which suggestions do there. be popping. Yeah, so I do like that song. Um maybe I should listen to other songs. You should listen album. to like the
0: first um I would say like the first three songs on the album are really, really good. Oh. Beautiful lies is really good. And you don't love her is really good. I think those are my favorites. Perhaps I will. Perhaps I also did low key add one of them to our, um, our, uh, road trip playlist, which by the way, <gasps> oh, I, I added add. a lot of songs too. I added, 50 songs yesterday to it so i saw that
1: yeah i need to add some get on it you guys just a reference for some reason we need the playlist jesus sleeves <laughs> and it was
0: it... <laughs> he recommended a bunch of hill songs
1: <laughs> it was so funny like immediately they were like oh what do you want to put on here jesus music which i guess makes sense but um right spotify's yeah. algorithm oh, is
0: doing what it's supposed to do <gasps> did you drop sorry. your giant bowl
1: no my water bottle sorry for that um clattering Oh my god that was so
0: scary i almost died
1: oh yeah (laughs) fine but yes i do need to add songs to our jesus saves playlist anyway so my media moment i'm actually for the first time ever because i realized this at the top of the podcast i was texting you earlier that uh when i was Mm -hmm. asking you if i could have everything ever as my media moment again because i hadn't really taken in a lot of new media in the last week besides new episodes of shows that i've already talked about so I was like, oh, I could talk about like podcasts because I listen to a bunch of podcasts um, religiously. And mm. I was like, I just talked about that, but I'm going to do a live edit of the outline because I just realized something. A live edit? Talk. Yep. I'm going to delete what I had. And <gasps> guess what I'm going to talk about instead?
0: Paddington.
1: Gramps. Oh, oh, stop! to college.
0: You are too much. You're not. Okay.
1: <laughs> you guys. So
0: Over the podcast, really? Yeah.
1: Because I have things to say. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So you guys. Um, it's been a minute since Ely and I have gotten together and drank oh and watched a really bad Christian movie for free on YouTube.
0: We but- love doing that, by the way. If you don't do that with your friends, <laughs> where the fuck you at? You guys,
1: It <laughs> is so fun. Watch the princess cut, watch um, <laughs> Bell and the Beast. <laughs> shit's funny as fuck especially if you have some alcohol um so we watched another one of those on mm-hmm. friday called gramps goes to college we saw this on tiktok Which, and hold we- on
0: do we know the name of the creator that makes those videos because I, I feel like we have to give him a shout because he has sponsored all of our christian movie nights
1: oh i don't know figure it right? out while okay. i talk about this oh, oh. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> um but yes, thank you to that man who has recommended these. But anyway, Gramps goes to college. We think we determined after we finished it that it's actually a sequel to another film starring this Gramps character. But it doesn't really matter cuz you can watch it without it and it's basically about this grandpa. I think we settled on he's from Minnesota cuz of his accent. <laughs> I don't know. This whole <laughs> it's film so bad takes place outside the bounds of geographical sense okay yeah, nobody
0: knows where it is or what they're doing or... yeah well, so because well,
1: yeah. e- even the college he goes to first of all the dorm is totally not a dorm it's a hotel it's like literally a love. senior
0: living facility yeah,
1: or like a senior living and even though the first couple scenes take place like on the first day of school there's christmas trees in the lobby so um anyway grams his actual name is Tabounds. bounds <laughs> Um, He decides to go back to school to get a degree in uh, biology, but he's also convinced to own upper or higher education libs because of their um, evolutionism when he is a firm creationist so
0: yeah because evolution <laughs> is like the only thing in science that matters i guess like for yeah. some reason that's all they <laughs> talked about
1: <laughs> yeah and there's this whole thing too i guess they were trying to play for comedy where like oh he has to stay in the doors but he's an old man so he's got a young roommate <laughs> who also happens to be a god-fearing christian Ooh. and then there's another character um a, a young girl who's like virginal blah 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 and her roommate is like a she's lost God and she drinks and has premarital sex. She's a dirty slut. Yeah. yeah, (laughs) So there's conflict there. And so let's just be honest. A large part of the movie is these really long scenes that are just a jumping board for the writers and this production company to like spew their lectures about creationism because it's just Gramps talking to college students at like a table. But you guys, it starts to get really interesting towards the end because this professor that teaches his biology 101, who's like a firm evolutionist, for some fucking reason, she takes an he interest in him. It is is
0: absolutely feral for yeah. for
1: <laughs> Well, it starts out <laughs> subtle enough. And then one day she's like, come over to my house she's for like, dinner. Hey,
0: daddy, I'll feed you. <laughs> And she said, she fuck starts, ethics. She starts showing him her, her treats. What wait, does he
1: wait, call wait, 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 wait a second. She, so he shows up to her house. She cooks some dinner, very nice and everything. So when they sit down for dinner, she removes her modest jacket.
0: You guys, the neckline reveal, is so high. There's zero. To reveal cleavage.
1: a modest dress underneath, a long sleeve dress with, as Eli said, zero cleavage a showing. No
0: cleavage, a high and neckline. This
1: man. He starts looking away and for some reason, he's like, close your eyes. I got a surprise for you. And she's like, okay. And he gets up, puts the jacket back over her shoulders. And she's like, Hey, what? It's like, I'm hot. And he says, do you want me to look you in the eye when I'm talking to you? Then you need to cover up your charms. That's what he calls your charms. One, your charms. That is, it's just
0: the, the not subtle misogyny in this movie. It's just so yes. just
1: And also at the end of that scene, this professor gets so, like, apparently she's been drinking and she gets so feral for this man who is, like, clearly a conservative creationist, like, lunatic guy. And she tries to, like, pounce on him. And then when he's having none of it, she literally says, well, if you're not going to take advantage of me, then I'm going to take advantage of you. She literally admits to an attempt sexual
0: assault. (laughs)
1: And then um, we cut back to like this party that's happening at the same time with the younger people in this story, including the previous Christian who now drinks. The and whore. Likes to like use, the <laughs> whore, yeah. So apparently this whore. <laughs> what is did, her name? <laughs> Stephanie, Stephanie. Apparently Stephanie at this party took 20 shots of Everclear in three minutes. Oh my God, wait, I sorry. don't think that's possible. I mean, it could Hearing be possible. Hearing the word ever,
0: ever clear just triggered yeah. my gag reflex. Like, I'm not even kidding. I was like, oh.
1: well, anyway, I mean, that is an absurd amount to take in three minutes if it is possible. But right. Stephanie, we just see her collapse. Like, she just, well, falls she
0: collapsed. And then this guy and- goes, wait, everyone, I'm pre mad. <laughs> I'm
1: pre bad. Literally. He barely
0: touches her and he's like,
1: She's dead. She, no vital signs. She's dead. It's like, so Stephanie just immediately went from conscious to dead. She dropped in like dead, two like, seconds straight
0: up. The devil was like, You're coming with me.
1: Yeah. <laughs> You're um, coming home with me. <laughs> yeah. And then meanwhile, the professor who's like searching high and low all over town for gramps because she's so mad and drunk that he wouldn't like kiss her or whatever, she somehow ends up at this party and is screaming, like, where's grabs the hypocrite like she's so mad but she witnesses this miracle that's about to happen wherein stephanie's hardcore christian roommate prays over her apparently dead body and is literally like i command god to bring her back i command blah blah blah, like praying and stephanie her eyes open she's back she's alive and you guys this was the funniest part of the whole fucking movie she starts, Stephanie starts crying and she's like, Oh, oh my she, god, she's you can hear her mumbling and they're like, What, what? and she's like, Fire, fire. I saw went to hell, fire. Yeah. Stephanie literally went to hell apparently in like the 60 seconds she was dead. She literally went
0: to hell and back. God was like, You're done. <laughs> like,
1: she, th- this is how not subtle this movie is. She is a literal born again Christian, literally. And so is the professor because she sees all this happen and realizes how. And then she's wonderful looking at the stars. It's
0: like, the stars. Remember, Ty Bounds told her to look at the stars, and the she stars. was like, yeah. "Wait, what?"
1: <laughs> yeah, but then like the movie keeps going because there's also like a sports element to this where Graham starts an intramural team because the jock he says he can't, no and he wins somehow. And then he leaves. And there's this really emotional scene of like people saying goodbye to kicked him. out, yeah. I it was a wackadoo movie you guys i truly don't so see funny. how that could
0: have been a sequel to anything but i'm like I willing to explore more so yeah. while you were talking i did look up the creator okay. that we follow and he actually just posted another update <gasps> on the same franchise there's time uh, yeah i told a you day this ago morning. yeah the other one is called in gramps shoes
1: yes that's the first one i think so i think yeah. we watched the sequel and we yeah, well, he posted the, first the
0: sequel first in our defense he posted <sighs> the sequel first yeah um, but his his handle is at E Knowles N-O-L-L-S. Um, Thank you for that guy. Yeah, he has a whole we playlist really on TikTok you. of Christian movies that he has yeah. reviewed, and we've seen how many of them now? Four? Three? Three.
1: Three. Wow. The fourth one we watched was when we found on our own that wasn't super Christian, but it was still bad. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you guys, you can look at these all for free on YouTube because, I mean, the one nice thing these companies do do is they want people to hear the word of God, so they share them for free. <laughs> um, and it yeah, just a really fun experience. It was so fucking it hysterical, was. but it you need great. alcohol. You or do. Maybe you, you can't. Maybe you don't. No, I mean, you can't watch these
0: sober because <laughs> you'll take it like way too seriously. You'll be like, this yeah. movie is just garbage. But with alcohol, it's like it's funny,
1: you know? Yeah, it's hot garbage. So we will be doing more of those, um, but yeah, I guess that concludes this episode. Although one quick thing you just mentioning mm-hmm. TikTok reminded me. I meant to say this when we were talking about the BET Awards, but Nick made a TikTok that's kind of doing numbers right now. <laughs> I he saw feels, it. yeah. He feels so good because, like, poor thing. He wants to like go viral on TikTok, but for some reason, he just hasn't had the chance. Okay, his
0: um, Billy on the Street video. I still, it's one of it's in I my know. favorites because I watch it all the time.
1: Yeah, <laughs> he has some like funny ones that just have not taken off, and I feel bad. But this one is is doing pretty well. And he basically was highlighting the fact that apparently at the BET Awards they had an immemorium they were so out of pocket yes the first thing that came up was roe v roe v wade
0: (laughs) like who told them to do that
1: (laughs) i mean it's kind of clever but also like i don't know no it's interesting (laughs) so he he made a tiktok about that and i just wanted to highlight that um thank you Because that was an interesting moment from the BET Awards. I did. I saw that and I was like,
0: no, they didn't. Oh, my God. And then they just kept going on with like actual people that passed away. Like, what? They didn't say anything. They They didn't even have any words. There was no call to action. No call to action. Yeah. It was just (laughs) in memoriam. Yeah. (laughs)
1: Uh, Anyway, that officially concludes this episode. I know it's been a long one, you guys, but we really appreciate you listening. Um, I did promise that we would bring it back uh, just like Stephanie came back from hell. We brought it back from the intense oh section. <laughs> um, and I still think it ended up being fun. And we need fun to help us from these hard times. So Lord knows I do. Yes. And also, you know, this kind of works as like a supersized episode since we won't have one next week. We're kind of making up Aww, for the you know right. all so the missed content. It's fine. Yeah. Aww. And we'll we'll see you guys and we'll not see. Uh, we'll, we'll, you will hear us us, in in two weeks. So enjoy (laughs) your (laughs) independence day. Try not to celebrate America if you can help it, but enjoy the time off. If you have it,
0: I hope to God you do all this country (laughs) wants to do is bitch and moan about freedom and our (sighs) rights and the constitution. They better give y'all off.
1: (laughs) I just mean like, unfortunately, you know, especially like a lot of part-time service workers will likely not have off.
0: Yeah, that's true. So
1: Sorry. if you do go out <laughs> to eat or something, see Shuri is employing you. 20% tip 20% well, or well. more.
0: Yeah, Actually tip more than 20.
1: Yeah, tip Shuri 80. really wants you to do that. But don't do that Chipotle because apparently Chipotle won't let you tip more than 50%.
0: Oh my God. Yeah, we won't talk about that. that yeah. That'll be for another episode.
1: <laughs> I should have talked about that when that happened. Anyway. Yeah, you should have. Um, Have a good night. Night. Yeah.